When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com, your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Brian and Trickin. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. I am your host, Brian Entrick, a.k.a. KC Bubba. You can find me on the old Twitter at BD Entrick, BD. E-N-T-R-E-K. Hope you all had a great Tuesday of action. Tons of fun on the diamond. We'll get you recapped there and ready for Wednesday. Full slate starting early in the morning, going throughout the evening. So let's get cracking on your news and notes from Tuesday. Taj Bradley, it's finally happening. We've been speculating it since the Drew Rasmussen injury, and it's happening on Wednesday. Taj Bradley will make the start versus the New York Mets. Bradley was great in his three starts when he was with the Rays earlier this year struggled once he got sent back down to triple a we'll see how his first start back in the bigs goes was he just not focused was he angry who knows what was going on but hopefully we get the Taj Bradley we saw earlier this season on Wednesday Cleveland Guardians are calling up prospect Brian Rocchio yet again um, with Jose Ramirez going on the bereavement list Rocchio's hitting 338 with a home run 10 stolen bases in triple a he was called up earlier this year didn't even get to play it was a small in and out thing this feels like it's going to be very similar, similar, so don't get too excited with Rokio just yet. Uh, the worst pretty much happened with Jazz Chisholm. We were already speculating there'd be an IL stand. We didn't know what was going on. He was going to get more tests on his turf toe. Well, turf toe is pretty severe. He was goes to the IL. Chisholm's going to be out four to six weeks. This is a big-time bummer for a guy that had the power and speed working yet again, and he's got an injury history, to say the least. We all knew that when he was going to play the outfield, it was not going to help his causes at all, and sure enough, there we go with the big injury. So Jazz Chisholm out four to six weeks. A little bit of good news for the Miami Marlins. AJ Puck played catch from 60 feet on Tuesday. That doesn't seem like much, but for a guy with nerve irritation in his elbow, that is big. And uh, he had no issues, no negative symptoms. He's asymptomatic. So hopefully that continues on. We'll see how he looks when he wakes up in, on Wednesday. But if he can continue uh, getting better in this sense, we might get Puck back sooner than we thought. New York Mets, Carlos Carrasco will be activated and start on Friday for the Mets. Uh, after Verlander got blown up on Tuesday, they've had a lot of issues in that rotation. Carrasco was not good before he went down with the bone spurs in his elbow. We'll see how he pans out this go around. Carlos Rodon of the New York Yankees is responding well. We've mentioned he's been throwing uh, from time to time. He did not throw on Tuesday, but he is responding so well to the throwing program. He will not need the second uh, shot that was already scheduled for his back second quarter zone shot. So that's good news. We'll see if this keeps going. We've had a lot of good news with Rodon and a lot of setbacks as well. So we'll kind of play this one by ear. After allowing six runs on Monday, Philadelphia Phillies pitcher Bailey Falter was optioned to AAA. Probably wasn't much of a fantasy asset unless you're in super deep leagues or in all only leagues. But just so you know, he gone for now. The Texas Rangers uh, call the sixth-ranked prospect Kumar Rocker, who, if we remember correctly, was drafted a couple like a year before he actually came out and played with the Rangers drafted by the Mets I believe and um, they were worried about his physicals so they wouldn't pay him he wouldn't play an independent ball the Rangers drafted him 
He was throwing well from time to time, but now he's having Tommy John surgery yet again. That was kind of what the Mets said he needed originally. That's why they want to give him the big deal. Well, now it's happening. Another piece of Rangers news. Jacob DeGrom threw a light bullpen session on Tuesday and knock on wood, all went well. So we can slowly start getting Jacob DeGrom back. That would be nice as well. A little bit more Texas Rangers news. Corey Seager, he could have been activated on Monday, could have been activated on Tuesday. Apparently, he's dealing with a stomach bug, and he will not be activated until that clears, so we might have another day or two with no Corey Seager. Mason Miller of the Oakland Athletics, we uh, know he had the elbow issue. was getting a second opinion on that. He has a minor UCL sprain. That is Mason Miller. He will uh, throw once he is asymptomatic, they said, so who knows when that will be with this uh, situation, and the A's are hoping he can pitch again this season in the bigs hoping he can pitch again let's just that's a very important word when i see that so sprained ucl which is pretty much any tommy john a sprain is a tear that's what they are so it's just not as severe of a tear to require tommy john surgery just remember that as well um yeah i'm not planning on mason miller returning this year but we shall see another pitcher that's recovering from tommy john surgery walker bueller is feeling pretty positive after his first bullpen session and he came out talking to the media about how he felt after that session. And he also said if this continues, he's going to start ramping up here. And his goal is to pitch in the bigs by September 1st. That'd be a heck of a return. If you pulled that one off, I'm still not holding my breath just yet. Milwaukee Brewers pitcher Wade Miley was removed from Tuesday's start with a left lat strain. Miley is that kind of fantasy pitcher. He's never going to wow you. But he does enough to get you like quality starts, strikeouts, nothing too crazy. But um, he might be out for some time. A, a lat strain with a pitcher, that's a pretty severe situation. Well, we've been waiting for Matthew Libator to get the call from the St. Louis Cardinals, and he, the call came in. He'll be making the start on Wednesday, moving Adam Wainwright back a day to give him a little extra rest as Wainwright made his first start of the season uh, his last time out. So give him a little more, an extra day's rest, bring up Libator. Hopefully this is a long-term thing, but the fact he's coming in for a one-spot start situation, we'll have to wait and see. But so far in the season, Libertor has been great. He's been the name that many have been calling for after these early elite prospects were called up. Libertor is one of the next guys to come. He has a 3-1-3 ERA and eight AAA starts, 46 innings pitched in those eight starts, and Libertor has 56 strikeouts in those 46 innings. He's been outstanding in AAA. Now it's time to see what he can do in the bigs on Wednesday. And last but not least, Domingo Herman. If you remember a few starts back, he had all kinds of sticky stuff on his hands, like bad, bad. And the umps just said, hey, go wash your hands. You'll be fine, blah, blah, blah. Well, he got ejected on Tuesday night because he had such bad sticky stuff on his glove. The umps just said, no, nah, see ya. Get out of here. So Domingo Herman, like, it's the fool me once, shame on me, fool me twice, shame on you type situation, or shame on you, shame on me. Depends on how you want to look at it here. Regardless, Herman, come on, man. You just, you, you just send him away more. I hope he gets more than 10 games, honestly, because he's basically it's the boy who cried wolf here pretty soon. So get Herman out of there. There's going to be at least 10 games. That's the minimum you're going to get. We'll see what more comes down the pipeline. Let's talk about some hitting highlights on your Tuesday. Of course, tons of offense around the diamond as usual, and I won't have enough to cover here, but Isak Paredes went two for three for the Rays, two home runs, two runs scored, five RBIs, and a walk. Paredes is now hitting 289 on the season with six home runs, 28 RBIs, and a 16.7% strikeout rate. So he's putting the ball in play a lot. Power's there for Paredes. It's just a matter of platooning and how much playing time he'll get. That's the conundrum for fantasy players. But in reality, players, Paredes has been awesome. I saw our buddy Jason Collette uh, tweet out a picture from the Rays broadcast. The Rays hit at least three home runs in 14 games. Now their 14th was on Tuesday. 14 games so far this season with three or more home runs. 
They had 13 all of last season. So the Rays are playing that good of baseball, folks. Lou Bob, Luis Robert of the Chicago White Sox, one for four with a home run, two runs scored, and an RBI on Tuesday night. Lou Bob is crushing baseballs. In May, he's hitting well over 400 with seven home runs, 17 runs scored, and 15 RBIs. We've always said just stay healthy. Stay healthy, Lou Bob. That'd be great. He only has one stolen base on the season. That's one thing I'll say. So not running a ton. Maybe that's helping with the health. We'll see. But Lou Bob is crushing it. He's worth every penny in DraftKings right now because he's too cheap on Wednesday slate. We'll get to that later. But uh, Lou Bob, great night, great month of May so far. And then Lourdes Gurriel Jr., a guy that was struggling tremendously last year in Toronto, gets traded to the D-backs, and he's finding himself right at home. Went one for two with a home run, a run scored two RBIs against the A's on Tuesday night. And now on the season, Lourdes Gurriel Jr. is hitting 312, seven home runs, 25 runs scored, and 25 RBIs. Quite a productive player who is going late in drafts. So that's pretty solid stuff there. For more details on the day's top hitters, make sure you check out the Daily's Batters Box on PitcherList.com. We did have a few nice starts on Tuesday night, and we'll start with the man, the myth, the legend, Lance Lynn. Sir Lancelot got the job done. Seven innings pitched, one earned seven hits, zero walks, and seven strikeouts. We've been talking about Lance Lynn that, you know, he's been getting the strikeouts. It's bad, like one bad inning here and there. It's been a kerfuffle. Well, he got the job done. 11 whiffs, 34% CSW for Lynn on 97 pitches on Tuesday. Great to see. We'll see if his second start of the two-star week is just as good. The Reds called up prospect Brandon Williamson to make the start, his first career start in Coors Field of all places, and he looked amazing. Five and two-thirds, one earned two hits, two walks, six Ks for Williamson in Coors Field, 10 whiffs, a 32% CSW on 72 pitches. And this was a gigantic surprise for the fact that Williamson had a 6.62 ERA with 27 strikeouts and 34 innings pitched in his eight starts in AAA. He was struggle-busting it this year. Comes up, Coors Field, cuz baseball. That's just the best way I can say it. Hashtag cuz baseball. And then Kevin Gossman, he continues to be, it's like all or nothing. He has a bad start, and he has like a handful of great ones in a row. Took off, took on the Yankees in Toronto on Tuesday. Gossman, seven innings, two earned, five hits, two walks, a whip, a whip of 1.00, folks, and 10 more strikeouts for Kevin Gossman. The strikeouts have just been ridiculous for Gossman this year. He had 16 whiffs, 34% CSW on 102 pitches. Yeah, Gossman's been one of the top three, four pitchers in baseball so far this year for fantasy purposes. Continues to get it done on Tuesday night. Make sure you tune into the Plus Pitch Podcast with Nick Pollock and read his daily SP Roundup to get caught up on all things starting pitching. Let's head to the bullpen. Now we got a couple ones here. Wandy Peralta of the New York Yankees picked up his third save over the last four games. When people thought it would be Michael King, maybe you know Clay Holmes would get the job back. Yeah, Hamilton. Hamilton got hurt on Tuesday. Wandy Peralta has filled in, and he's getting the job done for now. So that's the guy, that's the guy to roster at this point in time. Things will probably change, but that's the man for now. Alexis Diaz of the Cincinnati Reds and Camilo Duvall of the San Francisco Giants both picked up their 10th save of the season. Both of them joining the big old double-digit save club in uh, on the season so far. And it's only May 16th, 17th, as you listen. Last but not least, Hunter Harvey of the Washington Nationals. Um, you know, they have Finnegan there, and we've been hoping Harvey would be the next guy. Well, he got the save chance on Tuesday. Then he blew the save against the Marlins and picked up the loss. So that's a bummer. We want Harvey to be the guy. It ain't going to happen if he's doing things like that, though. So keep him in mind. For more on your bullpen news, notes, and more, make sure you read the Daily Reliever Ranks article on PitcherList.com to get all that information. All right, before we peek ahead to your Wednesday set of action, let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsors. Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom has created weight management programs that are made to last. 
Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. So stop chasing health trends and join the millions who have lost weight with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. And welcome back to the First Pitch Podcast brought to you by PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian Itchikin, a.k.a. KC Bubba. Let's hear from our good buddy, Mark Paquette, as he previews Wednesday's weather. Thanks, Brian. Full schedule for today. Uh, some afternoon games and night games. The good news is no other issues. Play everyone you got. We're good to go. DFS or, or season long. Back to you. Thanks, as always, Mark. We really, really appreciate the hard work you're putting in there on the daily weather as it's been a, a mess. No postponements, thank goodness, but threats at least a couple each and every day. DFS on your Wednesday. There's a five-game early slate and a seven-game main slate. Seven-game main slate starting at 7.07 p.m. Eastern time. And the bats I'm looking at, I want the Whites. I want a game stack, White Sox and Cleveland. White Sox versus Battenfield. I mentioned Lou Bob's too cheap. He's only 3800 bucks. It's ridiculous. You have Burger cheap. Mancata's affordable. Uh, Sheets is cheap. You have a ton of cheap bats with the White. Vaughn's not expensive. White Sox had a big coming out party on Tuesday against Bieber. Wouldn't be shocked if they – well, they should. Let me see. I'd be shocked. They should do it on Wednesday against Battenfield. And then on the flip side, Cleveland versus Clevenger. Clev Dog is not good. So Cleveland getting in there. Josh Naylor left with an injury on Tuesday, so I'll have to keep an eye on that situation. But I'll take my chances with some Cleveland action versus Clevenger. And then the New York Yankees against Bassett. Bassett has been good outside of that first start of the season. I won't deny that one bit. He's been very good. But this New York Yankees team is heating up in a huge way. Judge went deep again on Tuesday night. And you get some cheapies outside of like the expensive players and Judge. Torres is not cheap and not expensive. But you like Willie Calhoun, he's dirt cheap. Jake Bowers is 2000 bucks. Uh, Anthony Volpe is only 4100 bucks. That's 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 reasonable as well. So lots to like there with the Yankees against Chris Bassett. Pitchers on your seven-game main slate. Spencer Strider's back on the bump. He's 12000 DK dollars, which is pretty wild against Texas. But Strider's just a strikeout machine. So I don't mind him at all. And on the flip side, Brian Bayo is way too cheap. Fifty-seven hundred bucks for Bayo, who's been great in his last three starts. Gets the Seattle Mariners. I'll pay that price tag for Bayo all day, every day. So get get some Strider, get some Bayo. There's a couple other good ones. Eovaldi going up against Strider. That's fun. Um, yeah, good good stuff. Interesting stuff. Should be a ton of offense yet again. Things I'm looking forward to on your Wednesday, May seventeenth. Well, Taj Bradley, guys. Taj Bradley's back. Looking forward to it. Hoping he, like I said, hoping he is the guy that we saw in his three starts with the Rays earlier this year. Where he's one of the best pitchers in baseball, let alone prospect pitchers in baseball. So give me some Taj Bradley. Spencer Strider, anytime he takes the bump, is always great. The strikeout stuff, um, he's going deeper into games. But more importantly, you got Spencer Strider going up against the Rangers and Nathan Eovaldi. Eovaldi's coming off a 25 and two-thirds shutout innings in his last three starts with 25 strikeouts. This Braves team is like both offenses are great. Um, but this Braves team going up against Eovaldi can be really interesting. So Strider versus Eovaldi, let's get some of that. 
And the last one, Louis, I mentioned him, Brian Bayo. Really looking forward to that against Seattle. Three good starts. I expect this kid to be very good this year. Hopefully we had some more fun with Brian Bayo going up against the Seattle Mariners. In the day action, you got Sonny Gray versus Dustin May. That could be fun as well because I'm not a, a May believer. That's a controversial topic, I know, but if you dig deep in the, the profile, he's not he's not lived up to the hype at all. So Sonny Gray versus Dustin May could be a fun one as well. But that'll wrap us up, folks. Another episode of the First Pitch Podcast in the books. Make sure you all go to PitcherList.com. Go check out PL Plus and PL Pro. Become a member. Gets you in the Discord. Gets you all the cool tools, the PLV tool, the pitching bot for streaming, and much, much more. You will not regret it over at PitcherList.com, PL Plus, and PL Pro. All right. You can find me on Twitter at BDEntrick, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. I'll be back with you guys tomorrow recapping your Wednesday set of action, getting you ready for Thursday. But for now, this was the First Pitch Podcast, your Wednesday, May 17th edition. Hope you all have a great day. This has been the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, rate us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at PitcherList, and help support what we do by joining our Discord with PitcherList Plus at PitcherList.com slash plus.